0: It's an evening of old-time radio.
1: And
2: now, the case of the larcenous lark.
0: It's late Wednesday night in New York, and in Arnie Kessler's very private gambling club on East 69th Street, tall, handsome, gray-haired George Watkins stands at the end of the dice table shaking the dice cup in his manicured hand and makes his roll. Five's your number. Right-o. Once again, Watkins shakes the cup. Come on, little five. And makes his roll. Seven. Watkins smiles wryly, shrugs lightly, puts down the cup and pushes through the crowd. He finds the door to Kessler's private office open and walks in. Kessler is seated at the desk. Oh, Watkins. Sit down. Thanks. How'd it go tonight? For you, fine. I'm clean. Tough luck. I'm bound to change. How's my credit? Strained to the limit. I'm afraid I'll have to close the book on you. That's all I wanted to know. Good evening, Kessler. Uh, You're down for 35 grand, Watkins. That's a lot of groceries. I understand. I'm a realist, Kessler. Don't fool myself. No false pride. So I have to face the fact. The moment I'm no big shot, I'm flat. Bum investment. I'm surprised you carried me this far. Oh, you'll pay off. I'm glad you're so sure. It's my business to be sure. Sure. In that case, a uh, little more credit. Now let's not overdo a good thing, chum. Got to draw the line somewhere, you know. You just pay that thirty-five, and you can have all the credit you like. All right. I'll get it. You bet you will, Watkins. You bet. <laughs>
3: Here you are. Just sign these papers and I'll run along. Now, just a minute, Watkins. to get this. How do you like this phrase? Uh-uh. Uh, you're right. It's corny. Uh, maybe it's better like this. Now, now, it was better before. Rex, please. I've, I've got to be going. Okay, Watkins. Give me the papers. Here you are. Here's the pen. Okay. You know, it's funny, I had it the right way in my head, but it's gone. I tell you, if I could remember, it's terrific.
4: All right, Rex, but look what you're doing.
3: Sign of my name, i got to look for that.
4: Don't you even read what you're signing? I
3: can't be bothered, that's what I pay Watkins for, my business manager, huh, Watkins? <laughs> that's right, now, now these checks... Right.
4: I think you'd be interested.
3: Interested? In whereas's and double entries and capital gains? I say it's spinach and to Watkins with it. Okay, Watkins, there you are. Righto. Now you can get back to your work. So long, Rex. Goodbye, Miss Long. Yeah, be seeing you. Bye. Catch it. It's a natural, believe me.
4: What do you know about him? Who? Watkins.
3: Oh, great. Saved me nearly ten grand in income taxes last year. Well,
4: if you don't even check on him, I...
3: Rita, Rita, I know what I'm doing. I make the moolah. Watkins sees that I don't spend it faster than I make it. That's Who's all. to see
4: he doesn't spend it? Oh,
3: for the love of Pete, Rita. I mean
4: it. If you expect me to marry you, you've got to have some sense of responsibility. Yeah,
3: sure, sure. But, uh, baby. Baby, there it is. I know I get it. You like? Not bad. Not bad. It's great. What are you doing? Calling call my no good of an agent?
4: Rex, I'm trying to you. Yeah,
3: not now, honey, not now. Hello. Uh, Halloran, Halloran, listen, I've got another, even you'll be able to sell it. Who is it? Who is it? The cold porter of the 50s. I'm telling you, I've got something that'll make you. Rex? Who else? Look, Rex, before you get all high. Now, up, will you up? shut up? You haven't even heard it yet. Goes with those lyrics I showed you yesterday. Now listen. Did you hear? Yes. Well?
0: It's a nice tune, Rex, but you know that
3: you no can't... No buts, Halloween. This is it. How soon can you get it to Sinatra? Be
0: reasonable, Rex. We
3: can't Now look, that. I don't want any argument. All the time I bang out songs that sell themselves, you try to sit on them. If it wasn't for that contract, believe me, brother, you'd be out, but fair. Listen to the cornball. Where were you before I took you over? Strictly minor leagues. Now it's the big leagues and you're beating them, huh? You got a nice tune. I'll do what I can now, for look, you. Now look, shut up. I want you over here this afternoon, understand? Uh, that creep always got to give me conversation. You'd think a guy'd get some encouragement once in a while, but no, nice tune, he says. And you won't even listen. Gotta yap about
4: what? I listen, Rex. It's just that I'm worried. You have to turn everything over to Watkins?
3: All right, look. Look, I'll take it once more slow. Now try to dig it this time, baby, will you? When you are getting the chips, you hire yourself a business manager. Everybody does it. I'm not the only Thanks one.
4: Thanks so much for telling me. But everybody doesn't just sign papers and checks without even knowing what they are.
3: All right, let's not get in a hassle about it, huh? Well,
4: if we're going to get married...
3: Who says we're going to get married? Rex. Well, if it's going to be nag-nag-nag all the You're time... You're not
4: serious. Maybe I am. I don't know. Well, I was only trying to be helpful. I don't... Why, why, why oh, I have... Why
3: have... Oh, for Pete's sake. It... Look, baby, I got a great idea banging around <laughs> in my head. I want to get it on paper. Do you have to pitch a hissy now? I'm sorry, Rex. I just... Now, will you cut it out? It... <laughs> Honey, honey, look Doggone it, listen, will you? All right, I'll call Watkins I'll get an appointment, see He'll explain just how I stand financially Black and white, get it all figured out, see Now, will you please turn off the Niagara and let me get to work?
0: Oh, oh, Kessler Hello, Watkins Mind if I come in? No, of course not. Thanks. As a matter of fact, I... I have something for you. Glad to hear it. Yes. Here you are. Hmm.
2: One, two, three, four... Five grand.
0: Mm. Good. That leaves an even thirty. It uh, may take a little time. Oh, that's all right. Just so long as you settle up before you leave town. Leave town? What makes you You bought a ticket for Chicago this morning. How do you know? Have you been having me followed? Let's just say I have a very sensitive Ouija board, hmm? You see, Watkins, when I have money outstanding, I like to keep in touch. That's why I don't want you going away until the account is closed. I should have expected this. Very well, Kessler, you've got me. No use denying there's the ticket. I, I was leaving. As a matter of fact, I'm on bit of a spot. Let's, let's face it, I... am trapped. How so? Well, I'll tell you. Always was one for cards on the table. It, it's like this. That 5000 I just paid you came from Rex Elber, only Elber doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. I had counted on him for considerably more from time to time, you understand. You can't rush these things or they show up. Well? Well, Elber called a few minutes ago wants to go over the account. I don't know what's gotten into him all of a sudden, but... There it is, have to face it. He wants an accounting, and I can't possibly explain the check I cashed. It, well, if it hadn't happened so fast... So you were going to run out. Well, what can I do? Uh, perhaps if you give me back that 5000 and I return it to Rex, he he may not press the charges. Sure. I blow five grand, and if Elba decides not to play ball, you're in the soup anyhow. Well, it was a thought. I don't call that thinking. Well, what can I do? Elber isn't your only client. You have others. That's why I gave you credit. Oh, they watch closer. Still, I I suppose over a period of time, I could raise the rest. Take
2: your time.
0: I won't rush things so long as I get payments on account like this every so often. But I don't have time. That's just it. Elber wants a showdown today. Can't you stall him? No, not for long. only I could keep him from asking about that check that... There must be something I can do. Not only there must be Watkins... There
2: better be.
3: Come in. Door's open. Okay, now what can I do? Hey, wait a minute. Now, what's the idea... where Mike Waring lives, the Falcon?
0: Yeah. You him? I'm he. Well, Halloran's my name, Vic Halloran. Rex Elba's agent. Uh, Congratulations. On what? Being Elba's agent. He must be a gold mine. Golden goose, more like. Somebody killed him. Oh. Yeah, that's why I'm here. I need a detective. Heard a lot about you. Always figure anybody has a reputation, he must have something on the ball. Well, I'll concede the point. Shall we go inside
3: and talk business? No need. I'll only be a minute. I discovered the body, see? So I'm on the spot. Cops just put me through the ringer.
0: Any reason you should be suspected, other than discovering the body? They suspect everybody. No, oh, and you've got nothing to worry about. No more than anybody else. All right. It's
3: like this, see? Who likes his agent? All the time gripes. How come you aren't doing more for me?
4: Rex and me had words often. Loud words.
1: Uh-huh.
4: But he's my meal ticket. I'm going to knock off my own meal ticket.
0: Ah, yes. The golden goose. Get out of it, will you, Waring? Okay, Halloran. Try Rita Vaughan, Warved at the Zigzag Club. You think she did it? She's mixed up in it. How do you know? She's
3: a dame. Rex is current. And believe me, in a thing like this, always include the dame in.
0: I'll make a note of it.
3: Dames are trouble. You can count it. Nothing but trouble.
0: Halloran, you're speaking of the women I love. Take it from me, Waring. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> Spoken like a confirmed bachelor. Bachelor? I'm paying alimony three ways. Now get on it, Waring, will you. <laughs> has been in Vic Halloran's employ for 20 minutes. Just long enough to get from his own place to the Zigzag Club where Rita Vaughn has just admitted him to her dressing room.
4: All right, Mr. Waring, now what is
0: it? Well, there's no question about it. You're a dame.
4: What a detective.
0: And dames are trouble. Oh? Mm-hmm. I have it on the authority of a three-time loser.
4: And you're looking for trouble?
0: Rex Elba's trouble. Were you it?
4: I was his dame. Mm-hmm. But I had nothing to do with his death. Uh-huh. So if that's all you want, you might as well run along.
3: Who said it's all I
4: want? I can tell you who killed Rex, if that's what you want. Well, I'd like to get around with that, Angel,
0: but uh, I'm in no hurry.
4: His business manager, George Watkins.
0: Why do you say that?
4: Rex had an appointment with Watkins today to check on Watkins' handling of Rex's affairs. The murder was a little too opportune to be a coincidence.
0: All right, Rita, I'll check on it.
4: Well, you can't check on it in here. Hey, you seem in a hurry to get rid of me. I'm on in a few minutes. I'd like to get ready. And the show must go on. You said it, Mr. Waring. Maybe you think I'm taking Rex's death too... Maybe you think it doesn't mean anything. Could I... Get out of here, will you? (laughs)
3: Hello, is George Watkins around?
0: Who wants to know? Mike Waring. Well, well, the Falcon. This is an unexpected pleasure. Uh, you must be Arnie Kessler. I must be. Can I offer you a drink? No, thanks. You uh, get around a lot. 33. How come you got around here? Could be I like roulette. Oh, you know better than the buck the house percentage, Waring? <laughs> That's no way to encourage business. Some kinds of business I can do without. So you're uh, looking for George Watkins, huh? Yeah, I understand he's a regular patron here. I wanted to confirm it. You expect an answer from me? No, I guess not. Is that all you wanted? Well, I'd like to know how Watkins was doing. Hmm. <laughs> Nah, nah, dee, nah, dee, nah, yeah, Well, I didn't think you'd tell me nah, nah. I'm not crazy I start talking about my client's affairs I'd be out of business fast Well, in that case, I guess I'm just wasting my time around here I'm glad you realize it Might as well be running Oh, no need to run, Waring You can walk As long as it's to the nearest exit <laughs> Hello? Hello, Watkins. This is Arnie Kessler. Yes, Kessler. What is it? Who knew that Rex Elba wanted an accounting with you today? Well, I didn't know anyone did, except you. Why?
3: Mike Waring was just here, the Falcon. He guessed you'd been losing at the tables.
0: Oh, dear. Relax. He's still guessing. I didn't give him anything. But if he's checking... I don't think he can prove anything. But I thought you ought to know. Yes, yes. Thanks, Kessler. But but, uh, who could have put him on to... Of course. That girl. What girl? Rita Vaughn. Never did care for her style of singing. Maybe I can figure a way to make her
3: change her tune.
0: Hello, Rita.
4: Oh, Mr. Waring, back again, huh?
0: Yeah, I thought I'd catch the last show. But as long as you're table-hopping, uh... How about perching at mine for a while? Well,
4: I only have a minute. I'll settle for that. All right.
0: I've been checking on Watkins.
4: Find out anything?
0: Uh-huh. He likes to gamble.
4: Oh, well, I could explain... Uh-uh. What's wrong? Speak of the devil. Hello, Mr. Watkins.
3: Hello, Rita.
0: Am I interrupting anything? Yes, you certainly are. But sit down, you old devil. I beg your pardon?
4: Uh, Mr. Watkins, this is Michael Waring.
0: Waring? Oh, yes. Yes, I've heard of you from Arnie Kessler. Why do you ask that? Why don't you answer it? Uh, I want to talk to Rita. (laughs) Get in line. I was here first. I'm
4: afraid I'll have to disappoint both of you. Time for my number. See you later.
0: Has Rita been talking about me wearing... Ask Rita. I intend to.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here she is. The little lady you've all been waiting for to play and sing for you, Rita (laughs) Vaughn. Thank you, Harry.
1: Thank you.
4: I hope it will be a treat for you. It's a brand new number that I wrote myself. And here it is for the first time anywhere. I hope you like it.
0: I wonder why she didn't come back to the table, Waring. She said something scared her. Didn't you see her face when she left the floor, Watkins? No, I didn't notice. That's why I wanted to get back here to the dressing room. So there it is.
1: Hey. Hey.
3: Somebody's in there, yeah. Look out, Watkins. Let's see if this door's unlocked. Yeah, it is.
1: Mr. Waring.
3: Yes, Rita. Come to take you in my arms. No, not while you're waving shooting irons. Sorry, no, Waring. She missed. Yeah, so
0: I see, Halloran. But let's not give her another shot at you. What are you doing here, anyway? You're telling her off. She's a crook. She
4: hit me. That's why I grabbed the gun. It was self-defense.
0: She's a crook, a grave robber. Did you hit her? We were arguing. Did you hit her? What difference did is you it? hit her, Halloran? Well, maybe I did. Then the gunplay really was self defense. I told you. Uh huh, but I want Halloran to tell me. Well, yes, it was. All right. Then I can let her go. Much as I enjoy holding you in my arms, Rita, I like it under different circumstances.
3: Now, what went on in here? Well, when I heard her singing that song. Did I...
0: you hear? I didn't see you in the club. I was over at the side, near the door. All right, you heard the song. Yeah.
3: She said it was her song. She made it up. I did. Rex called me this morning. All hopped up. Here's a new number. Plays it for me over the phone. It's this very song, Waring. This very song. I
4: played it for Rex. That's where he got
3: it. He said it was his.
4: We were going to publish it under his name. We thought it would be more popular.
3: Look, I him. know Rex's style. You can't I know
4: me. his style, too. I was influenced by it. I admit that. But I wrote that song.
3: That's a lie. Well, even if it is, Halloran, is that any call to slug the girl? Or did you just toss that in because you don't like Dane? I couldn't help blowing my lid, Waring. I'm, I'm sorry, but this crooked Dane... All right, here.
0: all right. Hold it. Rita, you say you made up this song? Yes. When?
4: This morning, Rex was working on a tune. It was something like this one, but not the same. Watkins, you were there. You remember? Yes. And, well, then Watkins left, and Rex and I were talking, and all of a sudden it came to me.
0: And you played it for Rex? Yes. And he played it for Halloran? Yes. And he told me that I the... know what he told you. Did you play it for anyone else? We until tonight? No. Then it's just your word against Halloran's.
4: Well, yes, but I don't. But know I...
0: What you hope to prove, Waring. Each one will stick to his own story. Oh, I think I've proved plenty, Watkins. What? Who killed Rex Elber? You what? I've proved who killed Rex Elder. Maybe that isn't as important as who wrote the music, but it should determine who's going to have to face it. Who, Waring? Well, considering that Watkins is in deep to Kessler... And... Where'd you get that idea? Maybe from Kessler himself. You couldn't? Why not? Because I... Because I don't owe him. That's not what Kessler told me, Watkins. He didn't tell you anything. What makes you so sure? He told me he didn't. And there must be something he could... Rita, look out! Oh, oh, don't... Too late, Waring. Uh... I've got the gun from her. What good do you think it's going to do you? Well, there's one
3: sure thing. It won't do you any good if you make a move. So stay where you are, all of you. I'm getting out of here.
0: Fifteen minutes have passed since George Watkins grabbed Rita's gun and beat a hasty retreat from the zigzag club. Mike has used that time to hurry to Arnie Kessler's apartment, where Kessler's thug, Rocky, has just ushered him in. Here he is, Mr. Kessler. Yeah. All right, Waring, what is it this time? Well, I put you on kind of a spot, Kessler. I figured I ought to tell you. What kind of a spot? I told George Watkins you tipped me about his owing you. He grabbed a gun and cleared out. I thought he might come here. Thanks for the warning. I can take care of myself. Yeah, sure. Still, I thought you ought to know. All right, But uh, how come he fell for your bluff? Oh, I guess he's out of his element. I imagine that until today, except for weakness for gambling, Watkins stuck pretty close to the straight and narrow.
2: Yeah.
0: And since he really is in the hock to you... Is he? ...his running out ought to clinch it. How do I know he ran out? Just because you say so? <laughs> well, I see you're not as green as Watkins. Disappointed? No, I expected it. Well, that could be the answer to if I'm bluffing. Yeah, Iraqi. a Rocky. Okay, Mr. Kessler. And just in case Waring isn't bluffing you, that's Watkins. Check him for artillery.
3: Right. I want to see Kessler. Sure. Turn around. Why? So
0: far you're right, Waring. It's Watkins. And when you get to know me better, Kessler, you'll never doubt me. I'm oh, glad. All right, Mr. Kessler, here he is. And here's his heater. Waring. Hello, Watkins. I've been expecting you. I should have known. You are on his side, That's Kessler. That's what he wants you to think. But if you shut up and let me do the talking... Well, certainly, certainly. Uh, might as well face it. I've I bungled again played right into his hands. Maybe, but now we have him on our home grounds. And please, Caswell, no violence. That's not I... what I had in mind. At least for now. As long as we're both here together, he can't play one off against the other like he's been doing. No, that's not necessary. I've proved my point. I wouldn't say so. You rattled Watkins. He lost his head. And came running to you. Why? To check on what you told him. He thought I might have lied about him. You mean he wanted to see if you told the truth about him? (laughs) It's no use, Kessler. I know he's in hock to you. Now that I know who the murderer is, it's the only thing that makes sense. Oh, you know that? Two? Yeah, sure. Waring, I know how it looks. Out but... of the talking, Watkins. Are you uh, suggesting that Watkins killed Elba, Waring? Oh, I haven't said that. But I thought... You he... shouldn't jump to conclusions, Watkins.
3: Well, but then it... I, I don't understand, unless you think I'm the murderer. What difference does it make if I owe Kessler money? My relation with him doesn't affect anyone else. It affects Kessler. And... But surely you can't think he killed
0: Rex. Why, why, they didn't even know each other. I know they didn't. Well, then... Now, Wait. Elba demanded an accounting with you today, didn't he, Watkins? Never mind, don't answer. But you know he did, and you've been juggling the account to pay off Kessler, so you got panicked. Well, well
2: shut well... up, Watkins.
0: Yes. All right. You told Kessler about the spot you were in. You paid off part of what you owed him, but there was still a heavy balance. Now, if Elba sent you to jail, Kessler would never get his balance, so he killed Elba to protect his investment in you. So that's it. How many times do I have to tell you to shut up, Watkins? Oh, I'm the one you'll have to shut up, Kessler. But before you decide on the rough play you so thoughtfully postponed before, you ought to know the police know I came up here. Yeah? You think I'd have stuck my neck out like this otherwise? Let's face it, Kessler, the jig is up.
3: One thing I don't understand, Waring... What's that, Halloran?
0: You said my argument with Rita about the song is what tipped you to the murderer. Yes, it did. But if Kessler's the murderer, he had nothing to do with the song. That's just the point. What? He didn't know, Elder. Had nothing to do with him.
3: Then how now, could he... look,
0: look, Halloran. Regardless of who really wrote the song, either way, we know that until last night, only you and Rita and Elder had ever heard the song, right? Yes, yes. But when I was at Kessler's before Rita played it at the club, Kessler was humming the song. He was? He was. So I knew he must have been
3: at Albert's. Remember Elba was at the piano when he was murdered? He must have been playing the tune when Kessler killed him. I see. Uh-huh. So that takes care of the murder. Now everything
0: is settled except who really wrote the song.
3: Oh, oh, that, that's settled too. Oh, it is? Yeah, yes. I was wrong. Rita wrote it all right. We had a long talk and she convinced me. Oh.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, quite a day, Waring. Quite a dame. <laughs> but you didn't like dames. Who, me? Oh, all I said was, anybody who falls for a dame must be nuts. Uh-huh. Well, Rory, shake hands with Napoleon Bonaparte.
1: Hello?
0: Yes, this is the Falcon speaking. Oh, Iris. You'll have to include me out tonight, Angel. I'm leaving for Vienna. That's right, Vienna. City of wine, women, and song. Now, there's a combination that's bound to be murder. Once again, the National Broadcasting Company brings you the transcribed Adventures of the Falcon, starring Les Damon. The Adventures of the Falcon dedicated to private investigators everywhere. Those hard-hitting detectives who, like Mike Waring, risk their lives to aid law enforcement agencies. So join him now when the Falcon solves The Case of the Vanishing Visa. They say people are the same the world over. It's only the places that are different. Well, I guess whoever it is that does all this saying has a point there. You take the bar of the Hotel Imperial in Vienna. The boy behind the mahogany is a citizen named Al Romano. And to prove my original thesis, Al could hold down the same job in New York. Come to think of it, he once did. But you'd never guess it from his approach. <laughs>
2: All right, honey. how will it be?
5: I would like a brandy, please.
2: One brandy coming up.
5: How much is it? Fifteen shillings. oh Here you are
2: tough when a doll like you has to buy her own. Maybe you'd like me to introduce you to a couple of rich tourists.
5: Oh, I would very much.
2: What's in it for me?
5: A hundred shillings.
2: Uh, I'd rather work on a percentage basis. How about a 50-50 split?
5: Agreed.
2: Yeah, I think we ought to do okay. What do they call you, honey? Trudy. Trudy Brownheim. I don't know you, Trudy. I'm Al Romano. What made you try the Imperial?
5: A friend of mine recommended it.
2: A Mr. Stephen Lorimer. You a friend of that bum?
5: You know Stephen?
2: Why, he's practically a fixture around here. He's in the back room now. I must say hello. Oh, you're wasting your time. You'll get nothing out of that lush.
5: Now, wait a minute. I'll be right out. That you, Al? No.
2: Oh, truly.
5: Hello, Stephen. I've been looking all over the Ringstrasse for you. Uh,
2: How'd you know I'd be here? Aren't you always? Come to think of it, I am. I wonder what there is about this place that fascinates me.
5: I couldn't possibly guess.
2: You got something for me?
5: Yes.
2: Well, wait till I lock the door. Okay, let's have it.
5: Here you are.
2: Hey, this looks good, Trudy. Real good. Who are your contacts in Romania?
5: You should know better than to ask me that.
2: Sorry, I lost my head. Yeah, I bet the boys in the Kremlin will give plenty to get their hands on this information. Okay, I'll see it gets to the right people. Oh, a drink?
5: No, thank you. Tell me something, Stephen. Why are you doing this? Why are you? Austria is my country, but...
2: A man without a country, huh?
5: I didn't mean that.
2: It's all right. You didn't hurt my feelings. It's true.
5: But then why are you doing it? Maybe
2: I'm trying to justify my existence. Maybe this way I can kid myself into believing I'm not a drunken bum. You mustn't say that. Why? Does it frighten you? Why should it? I might give you away. Never. I'm weak, Trudy. Real weak. If the comrades got their hands on me, I'd crack in a minute.
5: I'm not worried.
2: Well, I am. I hear Mr. Vaughan's in town.
5: Robert Vaughn?
2: Yeah, Kozlov's right-hand man. I thought he
5: was in Budapest. Not
2: according to my dope. He's here, all right. Monocle and all. Like to meet him? Maybe I can arrange an introduction. should not joke about such things. Makes you kind of nervous, doesn't it? Putting your life in the hands of a lush...
5: Stop tormenting yourself. You are one of the finest men I have ever known.
2: Let's not kid each other, sweetheart. It's much too late in the day. Uh,
5: are you expecting someone?
2: No. Who's there? Who's there?
0: Lauderman,
2: who wants him?
0: I doubt whether my name would mean anything to you, but it's Robert Vaughn. Stephen,
2: give me a match. I got to burn this stuff.
0: Please open up. I should hate to cause a disturbance.
2: Take it easy, fella. You'll last longer. Listen, Trudy, there's a door behind the screen that leads to the kitchen. But what about you? I can take care of myself. Now hop to it. Uh, really, Mr. Lottimer. I said just a second. Well, what are you waiting for, Trudy? You afraid I'll give you away? No.
5: How Auf Wiedersehen, Steve. Auf Wiedersehen. I said, old oh man, if you
0: don't open this door within five seconds, I shall be compelled to... Uh, uh, let him out. Let him out. Who's got a key for this room? I have. Uh, I won't I... argue. Just use it. Uh, oh, no. Well, don't stand there like a bloody fool. Get a doctor. Sure, sure. He's,
2: he's wasting his time. <laughs> there was a girl in here. Who was she? Come on, man, speak. You're missing the point, Vaughn. That's, that's why I did this. So I couldn't speak. Imagine. She trusted me. I guess she knew what she was doing. Oh, Al,
0: never mind the doctor, he's dead. Is that you, Trudy?
5: Who is this?
0: What is the matter, Liebchen? Don't you recognize the voice? Oh,
5: Eric, Eric. I'm so glad you called.
0: Are you going to be home this afternoon?
5: Uh, No, no. As a matter of fact, I was just leaving. I've got to go to Leibniz. My Aunt Bertha is very ill.
0: You needn't spare me, Trudy. I know that you are planning to run away with that American.
5: What are you talking about?
0: You must take me for a fool, huh? Don't you think I've seen you with that Stephen Lorimer?
5: You followed us?
0: Many times.
5: How dare you?
0: I love you, Trudy. No one's ever going to take you away.
5: I wouldn't be too sure.
0: I would. Your friend, Mr. Lorimer, committed suicide. What? Obviously, you haven't seen the paper. I don't believe you. I will read it to you. Shamed by his country's warmongering tactics, Stephen Lorimer, expatriate American, committed suicide this afternoon in the Imperial Hotel. It's
5: a lie. They're using him for propaganda.
0: Then why did he kill himself?
5: I can't tell you. you you've you got to trust me, Eric. You know that I love you.
0: If you do, you will prove it by waiting.
5: I'm sorry, I can't.
0: Hello, Trudy. Trudy! Yes? You Mike Waring? That's right. My name is Leon Brill. I wonder if you could spare me a couple of minutes. I've got a proposition for you. Business? Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Brill, I've quit the racket. Come again? I'm no longer handling private investigations. Well, that's swell.
3: Huh? I'd hate to feel I took you away from anything. Say, so why don't I sit down? Huh?
0: Well, I can think of one good reason. You're not staying long. Oh,
3: I might surprise you. Now, you were one of Donovan's cloak and dagger boys
0: during the war, weren't you? Well? Your serial number was 9823476. On your first mission, you parachuted into Yugoslavia, second mission, Austria. How the devil did you find that out? Oh, I'm one of the kids myself, like to see my credentials. Oh, what do you know? I know you're going back on active status. Now, wait a minute. You can't do this to me. Can't we? Yeah, I guess you can All right, now here's the pitch You're going to Vienna What? We've arranged passage for you You leave from LaGuardia tomorrow morning at 6.45 You'll be in Paris on Thursday, Vienna on Friday Listen, Brill You're to
3: register at the Imperial Hotel We've made a reservation for you Oh, thanks a heap My pleasure You're to contact a girl named Trudy Braunheim You got that? I got it She'll be waiting in the bar at the Imperial
0: on Friday at 1 o'clock She's a blonde, about five three blue eyes A little birthmark on her right cheek I just pretend it's a casual pickup. How do I sell myself? I just tell her you're from New York. She'll reply she's a cu- got a cousin in Milwaukee. You answer that's practically a suburb. You got that? You I catch? got it. Yes. Uh, all you got to do is get her out of Austria. Get her out. Are you crazy? My psychiatrist doesn't think so. How am I supposed to manage that? If I knew the answer, I'd do it myself. Or maybe she could fit in that hole in my head. Well, that's an idea. But we're not fussy. Any way you want to work, it is okay with us. Just get it to the embassy in Paris. Mm-hmm. Any other practical hints you care to offer? Yeah, look out for Robert Vaughn. Who's Robert Vaughn? He's the boy the Reds use as a troubleshooter. Sounds English. Now don't bother to find out. Just keep out of his way. If you get caught, you're on your own. We'll have to disclaim you. I understand. <laughs> yeah, We'll have to throw you to the wolves. Uh, thanks a million, Burrell. Don't mention it. Now, have a nice trip, kiddo. We all got to go sometime. On the highways, speed is the number one killer. It takes more than half of the lives lost in traffic accidents in many states, according to the Association of Casualty and Surety Companies. Last year, speeding drivers caused 15,000 deaths in the United States. That year, more than 500,000 persons were injured in automobile accidents blamed on excessive speed. Slow down for safety's sake. You'll be doing your part in the current campaign against the number one killer on the highways, speed. Initiate and support your local enforcement drives against speeders. And remember, drive as though your life depends on it. It does. Now, back to the adventures of the Falcon. I don't know why people are so good to me. Take Leon Brill. Two minutes after we met, he was sending me to Vienna. 72 hours later, I was dodging cars and bicycles on the Ringstrasse. Then I glanced at the clock on the corner of Stefan's Klotz and realized it was time to keep my appointment with Trudy Braunheim, so I hustled over to the Imperiale. I parked myself on a stool, made a deal with the bartender. While I bent my elbow, he could bend my ear. I'm telling you, buddy, give me this town any time. Anytime. You can have New York. Well, right now I'd soon have a Smirnoff Martini. Do you know how to make it? You take four parts vodka. To Look, one pot... fella, you're talking to Al Romano, the greatest bartender this side of 42nd Street. Oh, my mistake. You know around here. Just got off the plane this morning. Then maybe you can tell me something. How are the bums doing? They're out in front. Oh, I knew the giants would fall. Just don't
2: have it, that's all. (laughs) How long you been here, Al? Since the war. Ever think of going home? What for? The shilling goes a long way here. Back home, I was just a punk. Here, I'm a big man. Mm -hmm. You must know Vienna pretty well. Yeah. Interested in meeting a chick? Oh, I don't know. There's a blonde that drops by every once in a while. I could set it up for you. Real down. Her name?
0: Hello, Al. Well, speak
2: of the devil. Hiya, Trudy. I was just telling this gentleman about you.
5: Well, how nice. You two ought to hit it off real swell. I'm sorry, but I'm expecting a friend. Won't I do? Perhaps some other time. Oh, I always say there's no time like the present. Uh, Why don't we try that table? No, thank you, really. Come on, Angel. Please, you're hurting.
0: Now, don't be like that, Trudy. I want to tell you all about New York.
5: You are from New York?
0: Yes. Would you like to go there?
5: I would like it very much. I have a a cousin in Milwaukee.
0: That's practically a suburb.
5: So you're the one.
0: I'm the one. My name is Mike Waring.
5: I'm sorry, Mr. Waring. I
0: did not know. How could you?
5: Hey, Al, how about
0: serving us here?
2: Sure thing.
0: Well, you got any ideas? How about what? How we can get out of the country.
5: I think it would be better if I remained.
0: Look, Angel, that's not for you to decide. The powers that be think it's too dangerous. I suppose I rent a car and we try to bluff it through the border.
5: But I don't have a passport.
0: I got a couple, complete with visas. You're going to be Mrs. Michael Waring. You got a small snapshot? It's
5: no use. They would recognize it as a forgery immediately.
0: You got a better idea? No. Then we're stuck with this. Now, here's what I want you to... What's the matter? Don't look now, but we're being watched. By whom? A boy at the bar. He's wearing a trench coat. Okay, you can take a peek. He's moving off.
5: Oh. Eric... You know him? Yes, it's Eric Hoffman. Who is he? A very dear friend of mine.
0: You think he followed you here?
5: I'm afraid so. Could I tell you? No,
0: absolutely not. Those are orders. Where do you live?
5: Leopoldstadt, number 6, Vorgartenstrasse.
0: That's across the Danube Canal?
5: Yes, it's right near the left bank.
0: All right, worse comes to worse, I'll swim over. Okay, Angel, get yourself packed. I'll pick you up in an hour.
5: did I put that? Who is it?
0: It's Eric Open up.
5: Just a moment, Eric.
0: Hello, Liebchen.
5: What are you doing here?
0: I just dropped by to wish you a pleasant journey.
5: A pleasant journey?
0: Well, aren't you leaving, Vienna?
5: Well, what gave you such an idea?
0: Those bags, for one thing.
5: Oh, I'm, I'm loaning them to Gretchen.
0: They are very heavy, hmm? You're loaning her your clothes, too? Look, Eric. You seem to have developed a fetish for Americans, huh? First Stephen Lorimer, now this new one. What
5: are you talking about? I
0: saw you at the Imperial. Who is he?
5: He's just a tourist. You
0: are lying. I will I... kill you if you don't tell me he's tourist. I swear. You are going away with him, huh? Aren't you? Eric, Aren't you? Please. Hmm? I
4: can't... I, I, I can't breathe.
1: Eric. Eric. <laughs>
0: All right, boy, you can take those bags. You mean you'd actually trust me, Mr. Waring? Who the devil are you? Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Robert Vaughn. Well? It means nothing to you? Should it? I'd hope so. I'm in charge of security for the Soviet sector. Now look, Vaughn, I'm very busy. I can appreciate it, Mr. Waring, but I'm afraid I must take up your time, perhaps a great deal of it. You know a girl named Trudy Brownheim? No. that's odd. I have it on excellent authority that you met her at the bar of the Imperial today. And your excellent authority is wrong. Then, of course, it would be of no interest to you that she was murdered. She what? A pity, isn't it? Is that on the level? I can assure you I never jest about murder. I find it in horrible taste. How did it happen? Apparently, she was first choked, but uh, that wasn't the cause of death. What was? This. She was shot twice with it at close range. That's a cold automatic, isn't it? Yes. What do you make of the inscription? For the Falcon. A real straight shooter. Now, if I only knew who or what the Falcon was... Where did you find that gun? Right next to a body. You've doubtless heard something about the Soviet penal system. That's a great deal. Well, let me congratulate you. You're in a position now to check on it firsthand. I do hope you appreciate the honor. Oh, Willie, please slow down. I'd like the gentleman to see our city. Jawohl. Now on the right, Mr. Waring, is St. Stephan. Lovely, isn't it? The spire is 450 feet high. It's considered one of the finest examples of Gothic. All right, conflict. never mind the cook's tour, Vaughan. I thought you might be interested. It's probably the last time you'll see Vienna. Look, I tell you, you're making a mistake. I didn't kill Trudy Braunheim. But you did meet her this afternoon. You've been talking to El Romano. Who? The bartender at the Imperial. Isn't that where you got your information? And if it is? Then he must have told you it was just a pickup. i read to really, Mr. Waring. You're insulting my intelligence. Trudy Brownheim was working for the American government, as you are. Well, then where's my motive? You were afraid she'd fall into our hands and divulge the names of her associates. <laughs> well, that's pretty cute. Talk about killing two birds with one stone. Pardon? You murder Trudy and frame me for it.
2: Oh, you're not suggesting... Well, why
0: not? I can build as convincing a case against you as you can against me. Huh. Aren't you forgetting this gun? No, it's not mine. It's inscribed to the Falcon. Any local engraver could have done that. Let's see yeah, it. Uh, now, a... just a more Esther! Stop that. No. All right, Vaughan. Behave yourself. You won't get hurt. <laughs> You're being childish, Mr. Waring. You wouldn't dare shoot. You know, what have I got to lose? They can only hang me once. Yes, I suppose that's true now. I'll tell your boy to stop the car.
2: Willie, will you please stop right here?
0: Tell him to get out and walk to the corner.
2: You heard the gentleman, Willie. But, here Ford... From... Don't argue.
0: Now you. You're making a serious mistake. You want to get out? Are you coming with me? Just to get in the front. I figure it's about time I was in the driver's seat. <laughs> it's very amusing. All right, hold it. That's fine. Well, thanks a lot, fellas. I'll be seeing you. I'm sure you will. In the meantime, please take care of that
2: car. It's my pride and joy. Well, Willie, what do you think? I'm constantly amazed at your knowledge of psychology. For a moment there, I was afraid he would not seize the gun. Yes, I was too. Aren't we lucky Americans are so impulsive? How many cars are following him? Three.
0: It's a pity one of them couldn't have stopped and picked us up. Well, looks like we'll just have to take steps. Who is it? Who is it? I'm looking for Eric Hoffman. Yes? Shut the door. You cannot come in here like this. I got a gun that says I can. What's the meaning of this? I'm what they call hot, Eric, real hot. By this time, half the Soviet garrison must be looking for me. Who are you? Mike Waring. Oh. oh, obviously it rings a bell. Yes. You were the one Trudy was going away with. How did you know that? She told me so. You're lying. I gave her strict orders to keep her mouth shut. I made her talk. How? I choked her. You what? I don't know what came over me. It's a, it's a mere thought that she was deceiving me, drove me out of my mind. So you killed her. Oh, no. She finally told me the whole story. I don't believe you. Well, how else would I know that an American known as the falcon was taking her away, huh? Then what happened? Nothing. I apologized and left. And she was all right then? Yes. Well, who do you think killed her? I have no idea. Ever hear of a man named Robert Vaughan? No. He's a big shot among the Ruskies here. He knew about her work with us. I can't believe it. Trudy was very careful. No one suspected her activities, not even I. Well, she must have slipped somewhere. Where does she hang out? Sometimes at Schnitzler's, but mostly at uh, Imperial. Wait a minute. Huh? You know the bartender there? No. Well, you must have seen him. Tall, thin boy with black hair. His name is Al Romano. I got a hunch he's working for the Reds. See if you can find out where he lives. You expect me? Yes, I do. All you got to do is follow him home. When you find out, give me a jingle. I'll wait here.
2: Buddy. Buddy. Uh, yes? Got a match? I think so. Thanks, Eric. Uh, how do you know my name? What are you beefing about? You know mine? No. Come off it, chum. You've been tailing me ever since I left the Imperial. What? And a pretty lousy job you did, too. You know, if you're shadowing a guy, it don't mean you have to breathe down his neck. I, I, I don't know what you are talking okay, about. Okay, but just in case you're interested, my name is Al Romano. And I live in Brigitten now, 23 Wallenstein Strasser. But give me a call before you drop by. I'm very seldom
1: home.
0: Quarter to the eight. Where the devil can he be keeping himself? Is that enough to... Yeah? Mr. Waring? What's a good word, Eric? Uh, I'm afraid I didn't do so well. Didn't you latch on to Romano? Yes, but I was very clumsy. He knew he was being followed. He even knew my name. And that proves he's working for the Reds. Did you find out where he lives? Yes. In Brigittenau, our Wallensteinstrasse, number 23. Where exactly is that? On the left bank. Well, I don't suppose the 8th Avenue subway runs out that far. Uh, I beg your pardon? Never mind, skip it. I'll manage somehow. Thanks for your hospitality, Eric. I'll see you real soon. Come on in, Al. The water's fine. But you might be in over your head. Well, if it isn't Comrade Vaughan. Yes. Fancy meeting me here, eh? Just keep your hands where they are. Oh, not really, old man, I think you've milked this bit for all it's worth. I'm not clowning. Neither am I. This building is surrounded by my. What shall we say, henchmen? If you just glance out the window. You see what I mean? Yes, but you're in here and I've got the gun. I hate this you, Mr. Waring, but it's loaded with blanks. What? Well, after all, I couldn't trust you with live ammunition. You might have hurt yourself. Oh, then you let me escape. Of course. I was hoping you'd do exactly as you did. Lead us to all your confederates in Vienna. Well, that's where you're wrong. I'm not working with anyone. No. What about Eric Hoffman? He was just a guy I bumped into. You seem to bump into a lot of people. Eric Hoffman, Trudy Brownheim, and now Al Romano. Well, I can explain that. I wanted to get a recipe from him. He makes the greatest martini. Yeah, So you dropped in unannounced, eh? Well, I didn't think Al had mind. He's from New York, too. I think I'd better tell you something about Mr. Romano. <laughs> what, that he killed Trudy? What makes you say that? It figured. I got a hunch he's working for you people. And following my orders, he murdered Miss Brownheim? Yes. <laughs> It's a very interesting theory, Mr. Waring. A pity you'll never be able to prove it. You see, Mr. Romano has disappeared. Sure, you took care of that. I wish I had. I just learned he was an agent for your government. He what? It's very clever of your Mr. Brill to plant him at the Imperial. But he got away. Yes. But you didn't. I guess we should be grateful for small favors. However, suppose we discuss it on the drive over to my office... I think you like this car even better than the last. Are you looking forward to a summer vacation or to holiday weekends filled with carefree relaxation? Unfortunately, a lot of us will never have those pleasant plans come true. Yes, for thousands, those dreams will turn into tragic nightmares because of a traffic accident. Plan your trips so that you have plenty of time without speeding. Just remember, excessive speed is the greatest cause of traffic accidents. Observe traffic laws and regulations. Never drive after drinking. Follow those simple rules all the time. The life you save may be your own. Now back to the adventures of the Falcon. My mother once told me there'd be times when it didn't pay to get out of bed. Unfortunately, my bed was some 4,000 miles away, and even on a clear day, you couldn't see it from Vaughan's office in the Hofburg. All I saw was trouble ahead. I guess Vaughan had the same view. He looked real pleased about it. You might be interested in knowing, Mr. Wedding, that I've informed your legation we're holding you. What did you do that for? Well, I wouldn't want you, Mr. Brill, to think we'd molest an innocent American citizen. I am innocent. Oh, now come, Michael. I may call you Michael. Look, I tell you I didn't kill Trudy Braunheim. Too bad you can't prove it. Well, maybe I can't. Yeah, sure. Why didn't I think of that before? I've got an alibi. I'd love to hear it. How long will it take you to latch on to Trudy's boyfriend? No time at all. Willie, will you bring in Eric Hoffman, please? Well, you don't believe in wasting time. Never. I hate loose ends. You expect Eric to give you an alibi, eh? That's exactly what I expected. Oh, come in, Herr Hoffman. Willie, get the gentleman a chair. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, what, uh... What do you want of me? Well, do sit down, please. I think you know Mr. Waring. No. Might as well tell the truth, Eric. They know everything. Yes, we do. They think I killed Trudy. I told them you were my alibi. Me? you know I had no motive. Oh, really, old man, this is getting us nowhere. You said that he could give you an alibi. He can. After I met Trudy, Eric followed her home. He was jealous. He thought she was going away with me. He was right? Yes, but for the wrong reason. He thought it was romance. Especially when Trudy wouldn't talk. So he tried to choke the truth out of her. What? That's how she got those marks on her throat. And I suppose at this point the murderer entered and, finding her unconscious, killed her with Your gun. That's exactly how it happened. And uh, where was uh, your alibi, Herr Hoffman, during all this time? I was. Standing right over her. What? Yes, you killed her, Eric. You are insane. You were jealous of me. No. Trudy told me everything about you. How did you know an American called the Falcon was going to take her out of Austria? She told me so. She couldn't have. Nobody over here knows that's my nom de guerre. I knew it. How did you find out? From the engraving on the murder weapon. Well, that's the same way Eric discovered it. Only he handled the gun first. He got it out of my room at the Imperial after he saw Trudy and me together. No, no, that's not true. All right, Willie. Take him away. Come on. I don't mean it. I didn't mean it. I swear I couldn't let her go. I was afraid. Willie, 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 Willie. Please, no violence. What will our Mr. Waring think?
2: My apologies, sir.
0: That's quite all right. I'm afraid I owe you an apology, too. Skip it. Cigarettes? No, thanks. I've taken all I intend to from you people. Can I go? Oh, but of course. After all, I did notify your legation I was holding you for murder. And when they learn that an Eric Hoffman is guilty, they might send someone around to ask embarrassing questions. I am afraid I was a little hasty. I'm afraid you were. I'll uh, have Willie arrange for your immediate departure from Vienna. You can leave tonight on the Paris Express. I'm in no hurry. I am. I think we'll both be happier with you in France. I know I will. Give my regards to Mr. Brill. Yeah,
3: what is it?
5: Sorry to bother you, Mr. Brill, but there's a long-distance call for you. Collect.
3: Collect? Who from?
5: A Mike Waring in Paris.
3: Oh, put him on.
5: All right, operator. We'll accept those charges. Hello, that's you, Brill?
3: Now, you got your nerve making a call like this? I just thought you might like to know I got out of Austria all right. Well, you could have dropped me a line. Well,
0: that's so impersonal.
3: Well, I already got the scoop.
0: Uh, well, I'm leaving for New York in the morning. Uh... Uh, What do you want to do that for? As long as you're in Paris, you might as well make the most of it. Uh, I'm sure we
3: can find something for you to do. Now, listen, Brill. I wish I could afford to, but this call is costing the taxpayers money. So just stay close to your phone, huh? You'll hear from me in a week. Have fun, kiddo.
0: Um Yes, this is the Falcon speaking. Oh, Cora. Thanks for the call, but I can't make it tonight, Angel. I'm working on a case. Mm-hmm. Seems a fellow was disturbed in the middle of the night and didn't get any sleep. So by the next morning, he was dead tired. Once again, the National Broadcasting Company brings you the transcribed Adventures of the Falcon, starring Les Damon. The Adventures of the Falcon dedicated to private investigators everywhere. Those hard-hitting detectives who, like Mike Waring, risk their lives to aid law enforcement agencies. So join him now when the Falcon solves the case of the missing patient. It's late Sunday night as two figures move cautiously among the packing boxes piled in a darkened pier on the New York waterfront. The taller of the two figures carries a flashlight and runs its beam over the faces of the boxes as he moves slowly down the pier. Should be somewhere right along here, Decker.
5: Yeah, but why, why don't we come to it?
0: Patience, fellow, we will. Friend, do you think there's a chance that maybe we made a mistake? Mistake? Warner Street Pier, Section E, cargo from the Golden Star. There's no mistake unless they made one at the other end.
2: Yeah, but then, then we ought to come to it.
0: I've news for you, Decker, we have. Huh? Feast your eyes on that, fella. A beautiful little crayon cross. Lovely sight, wouldn't you see? This is it, this is it. Don't tell me. Well, look, look, let's get it open. Well, you have the crowbar, remember? Oh, yeah, Crane. Guess I'm
2: kind of excited. You try to cons- control yourself. We have work to do. I'll hold the light. Okay. Can you see? Yeah. <coughs>
0: You only have to take off two boards. It's supposed to be right on top.
2: Right.
3: All right. Now, look out. I'll reach in. Okay, got it? Just a second, fella. Yep. I have something. It's a bag. And it feels like...
0: Here, you hold the light.
3: Okay.
0: I'll open it and pour out what's in it. Rather
1: look at them rocks.
0: Well, Decker, looks like we've hit the jet. But, All of you two. But, right. Now behind this case, quick, click off the light. Yeah. Come on out of there, both of you. What, what are we going to do? Sit tight and shut up. I thought we left that watchman gift wrapped. That's not the watchman, that's right. cops.
2: If you don't come out, we're coming for you. What are we going to do? They got their light
1: on us.
3: I don't think they can see to the right of this box from where they are. Look, I'm going to try crawling over to that next row of boxes. If nothing happens, you follow.
1: Okay. You oh, can
0: see. Yeah, They got you? In the shoulder, that's all. You're asking for it. Are you going to come out peaceful? All right, let's move in. Looks like they got us. No. The stalo low. make her run the other way for the ship. Maybe I could, yeah. but you'll never make it. They winged you. I'll stay here. You go. Give a you cream. Do what I say. If you're lucky, you can make the ship. That'll draw him off me.
2: You still want it the hard way, fellas?
0: He's closer. All right, you get going while this time. If you make the ship duck down behind the rail, they'll lose you. Run for the
3: bow. There's a rope where she's tied up. You can slide down it, and you'll wind up near the car. You ought to be able to make the car before they realize what's happened. Yeah, but how about you? Maybe I can get away while they're after you. I'll
0: keep the stones. so if they do catch up with you, you're clean. If they don't catch up, go to my place. I'll be there as soon as I see a doctor. I don't
2: know, Crane. It may not work. It'll work. Now get going. But But I... Go uh, on. Okay. Hey, hold it!
6: Oh, Carl, the door. Yes, I I hear it. You want me to go?
0: No, no, I'll go as... As soon as I find my slipper. Uh, here. Coming, coming. Yeah? You the doctor? Yeah. Good, I'm the patient. Huh. So I see all that blood. Come right in here. Yeah. Sorry to disturb you this time of night, but it was an emergency.
1: Well,
0: no things happen. Accident? Not exactly. This was intended for me. A bullet. Oh. Well, sit right here. All right. Now, if we can get off this jacket, or oh, you can't lift the arm. No, no. Well, here, I'll help you. Now, easy, easy, easy. We slip the jacket down. <clears throat> all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Now we see. Well, I have to tear the shirt. Go ahead. Here. Mm-hmm. Is it very bad? Hmm. not too bad. I think I can, with not too much difficulty, get it out. Yeah. Well, I'll get Elsa to help with anesthetic. Oh, no, doctor. No anesthetic. What? I want to know what's going on. Mm, it will hurt. An occupational hazard. I'm prepared for it. Well, as you wish. But I don't like to hurt. Shot of schnapps, perhaps. Thanks. If you let me watch you open a bottle, I don't want anything in it. <laughs> You're a very suspicious man. I have to be. I gathered that. You've already guessed how this happened to me? Mm, I haven't given it much thought. It's my job to cure people, not to judge them. I know it also happens to be your job to report any shooting. Mm, formality. The law requires I... Know that I know what the law requires. We'll dispense with the formality. That's why I'm not going to be put to sleep. I want to be sure... What is that elsa my wife let her to stay out of here she could tell her to stay out
1: one minute elsa
0: it's all right
6: elsa the patient i can take care of it don't you want me to help no 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 go back to bed well i'll put on some coffee it'll be on the stove oh. all right thank you elsa
0: oh you shouldn't be so alarmed of elsa she wouldn't harm anyone i told you i have to be careful here Is it worth it? I wonder. Worth what? Worry, fear, pain. I'm not complaining. Now, come on. How about getting to work? Yeah. Now we get to work.
6: Carl, are you sure you don't need me? It's nearly three o'clock. How much longer are you going to be? Carl? Carl! Yes? Hello. Do I have the right apartment?
0: Well, I don't know. What apartment do you want?
6: Oh, Oh, excuse me. I'm looking for Michael Waring. He's a detective, sometimes called the Falcon.
0: You have the right apartment. Come in. Oh, thank you. Now, what can I do for you?
6: Are you the Falcon?
0: Who did you think I am?
6: Well, I I wasn't sure. A friend, perhaps a secretary or something. I I mean, well, I, I guess I expected someone... Well, not quite so polished. (laughs)
0: Well, the polish is only skin deep, believe me. Underneath is a perfect example of a private eye. Nerves of steel, muscles of iron, and rocks in my head. (laughs) I suppose you tell me your name and we'll go on from there.
6: Oh, yes. I'm Mrs. Carl Eberhardt.
0: And just why do you want a detective, Mrs. Eberhardt?
6: My husband has been murdered.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
6: That comes easy, doesn't it? What? I'm sorry, like good day or how are you, figure of speech. You didn't even know Carl.
0: What do you want me to say?
6: I'm being difficult, aren't I? You'll have to forgive me, Mr. Waring. It's been such a shock. He was so happy. Carl was a good man, kind. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Waring, I'm not going to break down.
0: Uh, That's all right, go ahead, if it'll make you feel any better.
6: No, I've been through all that. I want you to find out who did this thing.
0: Why not leave it to the police?
6: They seem to have an idea I did it. They were quite unpleasant.
0: Well, at least they didn't lock you up. Not yet. Why should they suspect you?
6: Because they don't know whom else to suspect. Carl had no enemies. I told you he was a good man. Everyone who knew him liked him.
0: Including you?
6: Yes. But I'm considerably younger than Carl. I I think the police hope to make something of that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They're looking for the other man in your life? hmm? Yes. Is there one?
6: You have the same sort of mind, I see.
0: Well, if you mean one that considers all possibilities, yes. If I'm going to help you, I have to have the facts.
6: You have them. I've told you the truth.
0: All right. Then there's no triangle and your husband had no enemies. That's right. And you have no idea who might have killed him.
6: Oh, but I do.
0: What? I thought you said you
6: didn't. Well, I, I don't know his name. But a man came in the middle of the night. Carl said it was a patient. Did you see him? No, no. He took him in the office. Well, after more than an hour, when Carl didn't come back to bed, I went in the office. Patient was gone. Carl was dead.
0: Could it have been one of the regular patients?
6: I don't think so. Or Carl would have mentioned his name.
0: Uh, total stranger. No connection with your husband. Nobody saw him. Hmm. (sighs) Huh.
6: I guess I'm asking the impossible, aren't I? Maybe maybe I'd better forget the whole thing and let the police think what they want. Uh,
0: No, Mrs. Eberhardt. I'll find the man for you.
6: You really think you can?
0: Yes, sure. Now, don't you worry. Everything is going to be all right, I promise. Waring, even if I am on the police force, I'm homicide, not traffic. So if you get a ticket, don't expect me to fix it. All right, Corbett, you don't like the way I drive, get out. Well, aren't you a little ray of sunshine today? I offered to give you a lift to headquarters. Yes, Waring, so you could pump me about the Eberhardt case. Yeah, well, a lot of good it did me. I told you all we know, Waring. Yeah, which adds up to a big fat zero. You haven't any more than the missing patient than I have. If there is a missing patient... There is, Sergeant. You know there is. Oh, no, 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 worry. <laughs> Just because you stuck your neck out, don't expect me to follow. Look, I said I'd find that character for her, Corbett, and I will. More power to you. After all, there are only 10 million people in New York. That's right. So why couldn't at least one of them have seen this guy? Still assuming there is such a guy. Oh, why couldn't he have left a clue? Why isn't there something one measly lead to his identity... Why can't I keep my big mouth shut? <laughs> that, wearing is the question. Promising Mrs. Eberhardt I'd find the guy when there's not a single thing to go on. Oh. Don't worry. Just leave it to me. Everything is going to be all right. <laughs> you know something, Corbett? I must be nuts. Waring, for the first time in my life, I'm inclined to agree with you. In these days when we are building our military strength for the sake of our country's security, every American has a job to do. At present, the greatest reserve of manpower in our country lies in its woman power. There's an urgent need for women to assume their responsibilities as citizens by joining and serving in the military establishment as active partners of the men of our services. 72,000 enlisted men and women officers are urgently needed and especially in the nine women's services. If you are between the ages of 18 and 34 and are a high school graduate in good health without dependent children, one of these careers is open to you. You will learn a skilled job, and you will be given an opportunity to develop qualities of leadership and self-discipline. Help keep our nation free by enlisting now in the armed forces. And now, back to the adventures of the Falcon. A few days have passed since Mike Waring promised to pick a man out of nowhere. Now Mike has cooled off, gone to work on it, and he seems a little more cheerful as he enters Sergeant Corbett's office at headquarters. Hello, Corbett. Well, Waring, you look a little more human today. For to you, that's quite a feat. Uh, well, I'm feeling better, Corbett. What happened? Mrs. Eberhardt fire you? No, and I don't think she will. I hate to spoil your fun, Corbett, but I'm on the track of the missing patients. You don't say. Oh, I do say. I've been checking. Two fellas were spotted looting cargo on the waterfront the night of the murder. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. Suspected of being part of a smuggling ring. (laughs) So what? So the two guys got away, but there was shooting. The cop who spotted them is sure he hit one. Oh, and you think... Eberhardt's isn't far from the pier, and if the fella had a bullet in him, he'd need a doctor. And then... He might want to shut the doctor up. Yeah, could be. But if the guys got away, you still don't know who they are. <laughs> you should keep in touch with the other departments, Corbett. Joey Decker was identified as one of the men. The one who got hit? No, the other one. They picked Decker up the next day. He denies any part of it. Denies he was ever at the pier. But he has no alibi, and they booked him. He's out on bail. Uh So if we could crack Decker... That's right, Corbett. If we can make him name his partner, I'm willing to bet we'll have our missing patient. What are we waiting for? Who's waiting? Okay, Waring. Only this time I drive in a squad car. (laughs) Decker's in. Well, he wouldn't be if we announced ourselves so we can only take a chance. Yeah. Well, now... Hey, sounds like trouble. Yeah, come on, Corbett. Yeah. Here's Decker's apartment. That's where it's coming
3: from. Yeah.
2: Decker! Decker, what's going on in there?
3: Come on, Waring. We better try to break this door in. Yeah, all right. No, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute.
2: They've
0: stopped. Huh. Well, maybe now they'll answer.
2: Come on in there. Open up. Oh! it? The... police? All right, all right, just a minute. I'll
0: well, make it a short minute. I wonder what was going on in there. Just a nice friendly argument. Well, if one of those friends doesn't open this door pretty quick, I'm still going to kick it in. Shh, shh. I think somebody's coming.
2: Well, what do you want? Catch him oh,
0: wearing oh, I've got him. A... Here, I'll drag him to this chair. There, oh, brother, out cold. Yeah, the way his face is pushed out of shape. He wasn't playing solitaire. Yeah, which means that whoever did this is probably still in the apartment. I better have a look. Yeah, go to it, Waring. I'll see if I can bring this fellow around. Right. Hey, Corbett. Yeah, what is it? There's a back door and it's open. Whoever we're looking for is probably left. Well, he can't be far. Maybe you can catch him. Right. I'm on my way. Homicide, Sergeant Corbett. Hello, Corbett. Where in in blazes are you? You've been gone 15 minutes. I went down the back way to the street. A fellow was just getting in a taxi, so I followed. Did he spot you? No, he went to the bus station on 34th and picked up a package from a baggage locker. Huh? Then he went down to Penn Station. He's eating now at a lunch stand in the station. I'm calling from a booth where I can watch him. Are you sure he's the guy we're after? Well, he was at Decker's. His left arm's in a sling. Seems to add up. Well, stick with him. I've got an ambulance here for Decker... They don't need me, so where do I find you? Public phone where the operator's on duty. Long Island side, Penn Station. Yeah. If I'm not here, that means our friend finished his meal and shoved off. Don't worry, Waring. I'll be there before his coffee cools. still here? Yeah, Corbett, you made it just in time. He left the stand. He's headed for the subway. Come on. Right. Yeah, there he is. Passing the newsstand. The tall guy in the tan topcoat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see the sling. What gets me, though, Waring, is how he could do the job on Decker with one arm out of commission. Well, I guess he can still hold a gun in his hand. That way he could keep Decker from fighting back and he could slap him around with his good arm. Uh, Yeah. Hey, going through the turnstile. Yeah, I thought he might. It's all right. I've got dimes ready. Let's hurry it up. We don't want him to hop a train that we can't catch. right. All right, I'll put the dime in. Corbett, go on through. Okay. Over here, Waring. These are the stairs he took. Yeah. Hey, there's a train on the platform. Come
3: on, quick. You see him, Colbert? Yes, he's getting in the last car. Hurry it up, Waring. The doors are closed. Right. Come on. All right, Warring,
1: I've got
3: the door. Come on, get in. Quick. Get in. Oh, that was close.
0: Oh. Hey, now I see his face. I know that guy. Yeah? He's Ernie Crane. I questioned him on another case. Uh-oh, he sees me. And he knows me. Look, he's pushing toward the back. That's all right. The doors are closed. He can't get out. He can't get out the back door to the tracks. Oh, yeah. He's opening it.
3: Come on. Excuse me, please. Let me through here, please. Pardon me, Stupid. please. Doggone
0: it. He jumped at the train stop. Well, keep going before it picks up too much speed. I'm sorry, lady. I Let have let's through.
3: through.
2: It. Here. Here we are, wearing,
3: But we're going pretty fast. Well, I made Mr. Demerhan a promise, so I'm keeping it so long. Waring!
0: Crane, these openings in the tunnel wall make dandy foxholes so you and I can keep shooting it out until Corbett comes back with help. You're not getting anywhere. Why don't you give yourself up? Well, I guess that's my answer. What's the matter, Crane? Out of bullets? Well, here's where we get together, then. All right, Crane, stop fumbling with that clip. You should have known you couldn't get it in fast enough with that bum arm. Well, if I can't get it in a gun, maybe it'll do some good in your face. No, hey! No, you don't. You're not going anywhere. Let's go. I don't know what you're trying to prove, but you can't put up a fight with that arm. No, I, I, I told you. Now, why don't you quit? Uh, Look out! Uh, tumble against the third rail is curtains for both of us. You're not taking you know, This is the way you want it. Here it is. Oh. All right, chum, now get up. Hurry up, there's a train coming. Oh, I can't. Well, here, I'll help you out now. Hurry up! Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, but if we don't move
2: fast... Come on, train!
0: And I uh, just managed to drag him out of the way in time, Corbett. Yeah, good that you did, Waring. Treasury boys hoped to pump him about the smuggling outfit, and they couldn't very well if he was mangled. Well, I don't know how far they'll get. He doesn't seem to want to talk. He'll talk. And that package of rocks he had with him would do a lot of talking for him. A couple of diamonds in there, the the size of golf balls. Well, the main thing, as far as I'm concerned, is that I've proved Mrs. Eberhardt's story about the midnight visitor. Oh? Yeah, I'm calling her now to tell her the good news. Uh Hello? May I speak to Mrs. Eberhardt, please? What? When? I see. All right, thanks. No, goodbye. Well, how do you like that? Well, seeing as how I'm not a mind reader, I wouldn't know. How do I like what wearing? That was a nurse. Mrs. Eberhard is unconscious. Huh? huh? Yeah, seems she was beaten up this afternoon, too. American heritage of freedom is one of our most priceless possessions. Over a large part of the world today, totalitarian government has done away with many of the liberties we have in our country. Indeed, with the whole list of freedom given us by our Bill of Rights. Keep democracy strong and our American heritage intact by being an active citizen. Serve on school boards, jury panels, and in the government of your community. Keep yourself informed about national and international affairs. Combat racial and religious prejudice and all attacks on our liberties from whatever source. Don't be a lazy American. Work for your freedoms. It's the only way to keep them working for you. And now, back to the adventures of the Falcon. Half an hour has passed since Mike Waring learned that Mrs. Eberhardt was beaten unconscious. He's gone to see her and now she opens her swollen eyes.
6: Is that you, Mr. Waring?
0: Yes, Mrs. Eberhardt. Now, don't try to talk yet.
6: Oh, I want to talk. I saw the man this time. I can give a description.
0: Good. I hope it fits the man we caught.
6: Oh, you've caught him?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, we caught somebody. Now, if we can tie him to you, the whole thing will fit together.
6: Well, this man was tall, wore a tan topcoat. He Mm -hmm. had a long face, long, sharp nose, thin lips... and his left arm was in a sling.
0: Well, I guess that does it.
6: Is it the same man?
0: Yes. What did he want with you?
6: Well, I'm not sure. It was so confusing. He said I knew. But I didn't. He held a gun in his left hand and then hit me with his right hand. He told me to talk. Said I killed Carl.
0: You killed Carl?
6: That's what he said.
0: Did he mention the diamonds? Dime?
6: Diamond? What dime Oh, oh, maybe that's what he meant. Stones, he said. Something about stones. That could be diamonds. Yes, it could. But I... I don't understand. Carl didn't have any...
0: No, it's all right, Mrs. Eberhardt. Don't try to talk anymore. Uh,
6: But that man...
0: Now, don't you worry about him. We've got him where we want him. And he had the diamonds on him, so that angle is taken care of. But the murder was another matter. However, now that you can identify him... I think we can take care of that too. All right now Crane are you going to talk or aren't you? I hate to disappoint you sergeant but I can't think of a thing to say. Oh. Waring I'd like to give this character a dose of his own medicine. He likes to rough up people. I don't think it's necessary Corbett. The diamonds on him definitely tie him to the smuggling mob. That's right. And Mrs. Eberhardt's identification will tie him to Eberhardt. Uh-huh. And finally, his beating up Decker. Who's Decker? As if you don't know. Oh, you'd be surprised how many things I don't know, Sergeant. You're too modest, Crane. Rizzo. Yes, Sergeant? Send Decker in. Right. All right, Decker, inside. Okay. What do you want with me, Sergeant? We have a friend of yours here. Huh? Him? Yeah. I don't know him. Huh? You don't know Crane? I never saw him before in my life. You mean he, he he's not the guy who did that job on your face this afternoon? I told you, I never saw him before. <laughs> Keep it up, Sergeant. You're doing fine. Well, you might have expected this, Corbett. Decker's been denying any part in the jewel smuggling. Naturally, he's going to deny any tie-up with Crane. Yeah. Still, I don't see why he's so worried about a smuggling charge when we've got a murder rap to hang on him. What's You heard me, Decker. You're the one who killed Dr. Eberhard. I never even heard of a Doc Eberhard. He's the doctor Crane went to after the shooting on the pier. You must have followed him there.
4: I didn't. I wasn't on the pier. I didn't go to the doctor's.
0: But Crane must have passed out while the doctor was working on him. The doctor was going to phone the police. That's when you showed up. You killed him to keep him from calling the police. Oh,
2: well, you're crazy. Crane had the rocks. Crane went to the doctor's. Why do you try to drag me in?
0: How do you know Crane had the rocks unless you were with him on the pier? Well, I mean, I... All right, so I was on the pier. Crane got me into it, but he took the rocks, and him and me split up. I didn't even see him again until this afternoon when he tried to scare me into shutting up about him. That's why he beat up on hey, me. you cause... little rat.
3: Wait, hey, hey, you that's, rat. Wait. Hey, hey. that's hey. enough, Crane. Lay off. All right, on I've got Decker. All right. All right. Hold, on. Hold
0: on, you. Now that Decker's talking, Corbett, I think you can wrap up the case. You'll bet I'm talking. Crane took the rocks. That's right, Decker. And he killed the Doc. No, that's wrong, Deck. I still nominate you for that. So just keep talking and you'll prove it. Well, hello.
6: Oh, hello, Mr. Waring. Come in.
0: Thank you. Now, how do you feel today?
6: Better, thanks. I hear you solved the case. Uh Uh-huh. And I understand the man who attacked me wasn't the murderer.
0: That's right. It wasn't Crane. It was his partner, Decker.
6: But how did you know?
0: Well, I was sure the murderer had the diamonds. Since Crane was looking for them, he obviously wasn't the murderer.
6: I see.
0: He thought you might have them, but uh, you couldn't tell him anything or he wouldn't have had to try Decker. That meant you weren't the murderer.
6: And that leaves Decker.
0: That's right. Crane was able to go directly to the Diamonds when he left Decker, so Decker must have told him where they were.
6: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't know how to thank you for clearing this up, Mr. Waring.
0: You hired me to do a job. I did it, that's all.
6: And risked your life doing it. Don't minimize
0: it. (laughs) Would have been a bigger risk if I hadn't.
6: What do you mean?
0: If I hadn't cleared things up after the promises I made, Sergeant Corbett would have razzed the life out of me. Good night, Mrs. Eberhardt. alone. Yes, this is the Falcon speaking. Oh, Donna. I'm glad you called, Angel. I'm leaving tonight for Paris. Yeah, American intelligence is sending me to France. They want me to prove that 50 million Frenchmen can be wrong when it comes to murder. Once again, the National Broadcasting Company brings you The Adventures of the Falcon, starring Les Damon. The transcribed adventures of the Falcon dedicated to private investigators everywhere. Those hard-hitting detectives who, like Mike Waring, risk their lives to aid law enforcement agencies. So join him now when the Falcon solves the case of the Strawberry Blonde. The boy who wrote April in Paris knew whereof he sung... But let me tell you, September in Paris isn't bad either. Maybe the chestnuts aren't in blossom, but Mother Nature still puts on a heck of a show. As Exhibit A, I give you Madeleine Buckman. Madeleine is the strawberry blonde sitting at the corner table at the Peregudine. The sidewalk cafe on the left bank. And judging by that pile of sauces in front of her, she's been sitting there for quite a spell. And suddenly her eyes light up. And you might think either the brandy is responsible or the man approaching her is her husband. And you'd be wrong on both counts.
5: Charles!
1: Darling,
0: it's so good of you to meet me. Have you been waiting long?
5: Since one?
0: I shall never forgive myself. I'm a beast.
5: I would have been glad to wait for you for the rest of my life. I was so happy when you called this morning.
0: Your husband did not suspect anything?
5: Stephen, no. Good. I can't stand him, Charles. When will you permit me to divorce him?
0: You know, Madeleine, if I had my way, it would be different. But for the best interests of the Communist Party... the
5: party, the party, that's all I ever hear. What about me? Don't I count for something? Of
0: course you do, darling. But
5: the party always comes first.
0: Naturally. We Communists are fighting for our lives. In the battle, we must sacrifice our personal desires. Well,
5: I have done my share of sacrificing. I only married Stephen because he could be useful to you.
0: And he has been. As an employee of the American Embassy, has been extremely valuable.
5: How much longer must we continue this farce?
0: You must be patient, Sherry. I
5: have been patient for
6: a year.
0: I promise you, Madeleine, this is the last thing the party will request of you. Yesterday, General Harris held a very important meeting with Sir Peter Hayward of the British Foreign Office. They arrived at a definite decision what they would do in the event the Soviet again blockaded West Berlin. I want Stephen to get us the minutes of that meeting.
5: But you are being absurd. You won't do it. But why not? He's helped us before. But that was different. I only reported to you what he told me in confidence as his wife. Now you are asking him to play the role of a traitor.
0: No. You will ask him.
5: Haven't I done enough?
0: darling, you must remember, I, too, have made sacrifices. Every time I think of Stephen holding and kissing you, I die. But for the good of the cause, I have been willing to forget my feelings.
5: Charles, I love you so much.
0: And I love you, Madeleine.
5: If I can get Stephen to do this... the
0: party will require nothing further of you. You promise? I promise. Now, finish your drink, Sherry. Your husband is probably concerned about you, and under no circumstances do he want Stephen to worry. Do we? <laughs> that you, Madeleine?
5: Oh, dear, and you startled me.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I, I didn't mean to. Here, let me help you with those packets.
5: Nothing. Oh, I have such a beastly headache. Oh, sit down, baby. I must have my eyes attended to. Would you like me to rub your forehead? No. Well, how about a couple of aspirins? No, no. Are you sure? You know they always... Will make... you stop treating me as a child? I know my own mind.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. I, I only... Who met...
5: cares what you mean? Madeleine. Madeleine, Madeleine. If you don't stop... Forgive me, Stephen. I am an evil-tempered female. I don't know why you put up with me.
0: Put up with you? I couldn't live without you. You know I'd do anything in the world to make you happy. Anything? Just name it.
5: All right. General Harris had a a conference yesterday with Sir Peter Haywood, no?
2: How did you know that?
5: It doesn't matter. I want the minutes of that meeting. What? What? I want to know, to the last comma, everything that transpired.
0: (laughs) Oh, if you're not the limit. For a second there, you had me going. I thought you were serious.
5: I am. But that's
0: classified material.
5: That's why I need it. I am a communist.
0: You're a what?
5: I have been a member of the underground apparatus here for nine years.
0: I don't believe it. You couldn't.
5: Otherwise, you never would have fallen in love with me.
0: I would have fallen in love with you no matter what you were, but I can't accept. Don't be a fool. What about Charles Brissot?
5: What about him?
0: Well, he introduced us. Did he know about your political affiliations?
5: He should, darling. He is the leader of our cell.
0: Oh, if I'm not the world's prize chump! I always wanted what you saw in me.
5: I take it then you will not do as I ask. No. All right, Stephen.
0: Where are you going?
5: Where do you think?
0: No, I won't let you. I don't care what you are. I love you.
5: Prove it. Get me the report. No,
0: no, I can't do that.
5: I refuse to argue with you, Stephen. If you change your mind, you can reach me at the Hotel Savoy.
0: I won't change it. I don't care if... Madeleine, come back here.
1: Madeleine! Madeleine!
5: I guess you overestimated your hand, Charles. Did I? You felt certain that Steve would do as I requested?
0: He will, yet, darling. Give him time.
5: In almost a week.
0: I'm not at all worried. Another day or two and Stephen will come crawling.
5: Listen, Charles. If he doesn't, can I secure a divorce?
0: We will discuss that later. That's
5: what you always say when I've done everything you requested.
0: It was not my request. It was the party.
5: But I have a right to expect something. Darling,
0: I believe that's your telling. I don't care. Well, I do. I'll be a good girl and answer it.
5: Hello, hello. Madeline? Yes?
2: How are you, honey? You don't know how I've missed you. I've been going out of my mind.
0: Look,
5: Stephen, we have been all through this. If you have nothing further to say...
0: Madeline, I'll do it. What? If you want that report, I'll get it for you. You will? Yes. When can I see you?
5: When you secure the report...
0: I'll do it tonight. Can I just see you for a couple of minutes this afternoon? I thought I'd drop by... No,
5: the there boots. will I'll... be time for that later. Au revoir, Stephen. Listen, Madeline. Stephen? You know it was.
0: Forgive me if I say I told you so.
5: You know everything, don't you, child?
1: Not quite, darling.
0: But what I don't know, Stephen's report will supply... Suppose we drink to the success of his venture Forty one left thirteen right sixty nine What the thought we might as well have a little light on the subject. What are you doing here? isn't this the Trailways Bus Depot? That's not funny. No, but it's the best I could think up of on the spur of the moment. What's your excuse? I don't think I have to answer to you. I think you do. My name is Mike Waring. Mike Waring? Yes, maybe you'd better take a look at my credentials. Oh, you're uh, you're with Army Intelligence. Mm-hmm. Now that we have me identified, who are you? Steve Buckman. Buckman? I'm the aide to the military attaché. Oh, Yeah what are you doing here at this hour? Well, I wanted to finish up some work I had left over. You always work like this? Huh? At the safe with a flashlight? Well, I I, uh, I, know it seems funny. Funny is hardly the word. Are you a communist? Are you crazy? I asked you first. There's been a leak out of this office for almost a year. Well, I, I, I don't know anything about it. What's in that safe? I have no idea. And why were you so anxious to get in there? You don't understand. No, I, I don't. Would you like to try briefing me? I swear, I've never done anything like this before. If it wasn't for Charles Brissot, I... Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Who's Charles Brissot? He your contact? No. Then who was? What? Who do you pass on your information to? I don't pass it on to anyone. I... You were after the minutes of the meeting between General Harris and the British. How did you know that? We cooked it up just to flush you out. We figured the comrades would go for the report. I told you, I'm not a communist. Then why did you do it? They... They, they offered me money. Who's this they you keep referring to? Huh? You claim it isn't this Charles Brissot. Well, I I, uh, I, was lying. You've got your tenses mixed. You still are. Listen, where are you? Only I? if you start telling the truth. Now, who are you protecting? No one, no one I swear. You married? Yes, but Madeleine knows nothing about this. I give you my you word. You better come along with me. What for? Because something smells around here, and I think it's your story. No. Now, come on, Steve. Let's not make this any tougher than we have to. Stay away from me. Now, don't be a fool, fella. Put away the gun. I said stay away, sir. Help me. I'll use it if I have to. No, you won't. I'm warning you, Waring. I've got everything to gain and nothing to lose. You're the only one who knows about this. I'll tell you what I'll do, Steve. Get back. I just wanted to show you.
2: I said get back. I warned you. I told you I'd shoot. Waring.
1: Waring! Waring!
0: Some drivers like to travel at night because the highways are less crowded than in the daytime, do you? If so, you're courting danger and should be extra careful. Although far fewer cars travel on the roads at night, the death rate per vehicle is four times greater at night than in the daytime. You may have the vision of an owl after dark, but your number may be up if you drive too fast or become involved in an accident with one of those drivers with extremely bad night vision. Avoid driving at night whenever possible, and at all times, drive as though your own life depends on it. It does.
2: Now, back to The Adventures of the Falcon.
0: Well, like the man says, you pays your money and you take your choice. Either it was the luck of the Irish that saved me, or Steve Buckman didn't have his mind on his work. At any rate, that slug only creased my skull. The next thing I knew... I was on my hands and knees, and when I swiveled my head around, I found myself looking at two flat feet, neatly encased in black leather boots. When I raised my sights a little higher, I saw the blue pants and blue coat that completed the outfit. Yep, it was a gendarme. And like all Frenchmen, he was real polite. May I assist you, monsieur? Yes, you may indeed. Permit me. <clears throat> now, shall we tie for the sofa? Yes, why not? Oh, eh. <sighs> Oh, nothing like living dangerously. Well, uh, I think you will be comfortable here. Oh, thanks. I think we had better call a doctor. No, I think we had better not. But your head... It's still on, isn't it? May I inquire your name? It's Michael Waring. I'm attached to American intelligence. You'll find my credentials in my side pocket. This one? Yep. While you're at it, Lieutenant, would uh, you hand me a cigarette? Gladly. see. Tell me, how did you know I was here? A passerby heard the shot. He was good enough to inform us. Uh, you will not think me forward if I inquire exactly what transpired here? Oh, nothing worth talking about. Uh, Monsieur is too modest. Would you happen to know the name of your assailant? Mm-mm. From the course of the bullet, one might think you were gazing directly at him. Uh, look, Lieutenant, I don't want to be obnoxious, but this doesn't concern you. I am delighted to have your assurance. Did you ever hear of a Charles Brisson? Was uh, Charles Brissot the one who attacked you? No. Then why are you so interested in him? Just curious. Is he a communist? What makes you ask that? Just a hunch. I may be permitted my doubts. If, as you say, Charles Brissot was not the one who attacked you, then I must press you for the name of the man who was. No, I'm sorry, Lieutenant. I can't tell you. You mean you will not? Never, Joey. I must remind you, Monsieur, I represent the authority of France. Yes, but we're in the United States. Pardon? Well, our embassy here is considered American soil. A mere technicality. Nevertheless, I'm going to have to stand on it. I think you will regret that decision. I would not say goodbye, my friend. I have a feeling we will meet again. Au revoir, monsieur. Intelligence, Major Harris speaking. Hello, Dixie, Mike Waring. Where the devil you've been hiding yourself? Oh, I've been having a ball. Did you find out anything at the embassy? Enough. Look, I want a complete dossier on Steve Buckman. You yeah, boy? Yep, he took a shot at me. Obviously, he don't aim too good. Well, I'll see he gets some more practice. I want to know everything about Buckman and his wife. And I mean everything. What he eats for breakfast, what kind of a car he drives. Well, I can tell you that. It's a nice, same as you. Well, that ain't enough. I want to know the model, and the color, how often he changes his mobile oil. In short... You want the work. That's right. How soon can you have it for me? Give me a couple of hours. I'll give you one. Oh, be reasonable, Mike. I can't. With all the airlines out of Paris, our pigeon can fly too far away. Let me hear from you real soon.
3: (laughs) Madeline. Madeline and Stephen, open up.
5: Just a moment. Did you get it? Lock the door. Where's the report? I didn't get it. I told you not to come unless I don't you... don't
0: understand. I killed a man. What? He was an intelligence officer named Mike Waring. He caught me at the safe.
5: Well, you cannot stay here.
0: I don't intend to. I'm going to give myself up. You are going to... I just wanted to say goodbye and...
5: Tell you I love you more than anything else in the world. But you have no hesitation about involving me. Oh, you don't think I'd do that. How can you keep me out? I'll manage somehow. And what about Charles? Leave Mr. Brissot to me. But we are equally involved. Just leave that to me. Be good to yourself, honey. No, 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 wait. Stephen, you must not give yourself up. How do you know you killed this Michael Waring? Madeleine, he was lying on the floor. That means nothing. And did you feel his pulse? No. Well, there you are. For all you know, he may still be alive. I want you to stay here until I find out.
2: You're not going over to see Charles? Of
5: course not. You can depend on me. Just be patient, darling. I shall return as quickly as I can. Hello, waiter. I am looking for Monsieur Charles Briceau. I know he's generally... Oh, never mind. I see him. Charles!
0: Madeleine, what a pleasant surprise. Do see down.
5: Merci.
0: This was not very clever you, darling.
5: I could not help myself.
0: Stephen get the report? No,
5: he was apprehended at the safe. How do you know? He is in my hotel room now. He killed an American intelligence officer named Michael Wary. It's
0: oh, incredible. It would have been in
5: the papers. Perhaps they have a reason for suppressing it.
0: Did Stephen leave anything behind that might incriminate
5: him? I have no idea. We'll find out. But it does not make any difference. He intends to give himself up.
0: He's insane.
5: I've tried to argue him out of it, but he insists. Oh,
0: the fool. Doesn't he care about involving you? He
5: claims he can protect me. What about me? He's not quite so gallant.
0: He must be stopped, Madeleine. I shall have to call Comrade Schnabel in East Berlin.
5: Charles, you would not do that.
0: You must not be blinded by bourgeois morality, darling. Your husband represents a threat to our security. Naturally, this situation cannot be tolerated. But Schnabel will send someone to kill him. I prefer the word liquidate. You
5: cannot do this, Charles. Stephen's only crime was to fall in love with me.
0: Are you permitting sentiment to interfere with duty? You never do, do you? Never. I don't want you to go back to the hotel. I want you to go directly to your apartment. I will not do it. Yes, you will. On your way, darling, I must make my telephone call. Hello. I would like very much to speak with uh, Eric Schnabel, please. Who is this? Charles Brissot. Oh, how are you, comrade? Excellent. Any new uh, conquests? eh? My dear Schnabel, my prowess with women has been greatly exaggerated. Ah, Brissot, you sly one. Uh, how are things in Paris? At the moment, not too well. We've had a little uh, unpleasantness. Something serious? Nothing your department cannot take care of adequately. How many men will you need? One should be sufficient. What are his instructions? I uh, prefer to give them to him personally. Will you be kind enough to have him report directly to me at my apartment? You have the address? Naturally. I will look over my files and send the best available man to you on the first flight to Paris. Danke schön. I know whoever you choose will be more than
1: satisfactory. Auf Wiedersehen, comrade.
5: Just a moment.
0: I'm looking for Madeleine Buckman.
5: And what can I do for you, monsieur?
0: My name is Mike Waring.
5: But I thought you... Yes? Oh, nothing. I, I had confused you with someone else. Well, may I come in? For what purpose?
0: Suppose you take a look at this.
5: You are with American intelligence? That's right. Then you will wish to see my husband.
0: And he isn't home.
5: How did you know that?
0: Well, haven't you heard... We don't miss a trick. Well, nice place you've got here. Yes,
5: we find it agreeable. Sit down, please. Thank you. Forgive me for asking, but... what happened to your head?
0: Oh, you mean this bandage? Oh, that's a very dull story. I was shot. Shot? Yeah. Lucky for me, my assailant was kind of jittery. I don't think he was cut out for that kind of work.
5: This happened in Paris?
0: Well, yes, no. Actually, it was in Paris, but it was still the United States.
5: I don't understand.
0: It happened at the American Embassy.
5: But it seems incredible.
0: Well, then you'll never believe the payoff. Guess who was the man behind the gun? Who? Your husband. What? You did that very well. Do you know Charles Brisson? No. You don't know what you're missing. He's the original Lanolin Plus kid. A real smoothie.
5: Obviously, he's a friend
0: of yours. No, I've never had the pleasure. But you have, haven't you?
5: How are you suggesting... I'm
0: suggesting you've known Charles Brissot since 1946... when you joined an underground communist cell here in Paris. You are insane. I'm further suggesting you and Brissot put Steve up to stealing a report... of a joint meeting between the British and the Americans. Get out! All right, Angel. But if you hear from Comrade Brissot, tell him I'm on my way over. I'd appreciate it if he could hang around for me. After that, he can hang around on his own. Just a moment. Yes? Hi, Charlie. You busy? Who are you? I'm not fussy. I'll answer anything. Oh, of course. You're one of Schnabel's boys. Who? Eric Schnabel.
2: Never heard of the man.
0: (laughs) I admire your discretion, comrade. Come in. Thanks. Well, I did not expect an American. Well, it takes all kinds to make a world. <laughs> not at all. Uh, Care a drink? No, I never touch a stuff. Perhaps a cigarette, then. Now you've got yourself a customer. Here, try one of these. I have them specially blended. No kidding. Hey, it's not bad. Not bad at all. I, um. Uh... Assume you would prefer to conclude this transaction immediately? You in a hurry? Unfortunately. There is a man named Stephen Buckman in Sweet Foray of the Savoy. I should like you to uh, pick him up. Steve Buckman, eh? Yes, but uh, I do not wish him killed there. In fact, I prefer that his death appear uh, an accident. Uh-huh. Well, how would you handle it? Well... You are the expert. Oh, no, that's okay. I don't mind listening to amateurs. Every once in a while, you pick up a pretty good idea. (laughs) Well, uh, if you could arrange for it to look as though he jumped off one of the bridges into the seine. Uh-uh, that's too tricky. You never know who's going to be watching. Then perhaps an automobile accident. Suppose he was struck by a car. Oh, you disappoint me, Charlie. You start getting fancy. You're going to louse yourself up, but good. Personally, I like to keep it simple. You know what I mean? No. Well, let me demonstrate. Now, make believe you're my pigeon. What are you doing with that gun? You made a couple of mistakes, Charlie. First of all, my name is Hank Lewis, and your uh, French novel didn't send me around. What? And your ideas how a torpedo should operate are ridiculous. Put away that gun. I just want to prove my point. Are you going to... You see what I mean? Why go to all the trouble when a couple of these will take care of everything? Like I always say, you got to keep it simple. If you're an average American, on a Saturday or Sunday you enjoy your car. You take a short drive or a long trip. And if you use your automobile a lot on weekends, you have a good idea how many millions of cars pour out onto the highways on Saturdays and Sundays. That's one reason why the traffic death toll is so high and why the utmost caution is needed in weekend driving more than at any other time. So on weekends particularly, remember to drive as though your life depends on it. It does. And now, back to The Adventures of the Falcon. Well, that's life for you. And it took Hank Lewis exactly three and a half seconds to end it for Charles Brisseau. But the first I knew of it was an hour later when I walked into Brissot's apartment and found him lying on the floor. I had a sneaking suspicion something was wrong, but obviously Brissot wasn't going to tell me what. So I did the next best thing. I started going through his desk. I don't know what I expected to run across, but when I hit the fifth drawer, I found everything I was looking for, including trouble. Perhaps I can assist you? Oh, no. Monsieur Waring, I presume. Well, it ain't Doc Livingston. Your piece to chest. Look, Lieutenant, I know what you're thinking. You believe I am by nature suspicious, but no. Scarcely seven hours ago, I found you shot. You would not identify your assailant. Well, it wasn't Charles Brissot. You evinced an interest, in him. Yeah, but I can't explain why. Correct me if I'm wrong, monsieur, but this apartment is on the Rue de la Paix. Well, what's that got to do? Bear with me, please. The Rue de la Paix is undeniably French soil. Yeah. And in France, murder comes under the jurisdiction of the préfecture. Well, I didn't kill him. Then who did? I don't know. I just got here a few minutes ago myself. I have only your word for that. Well, if you don't believe it, you can search me for the gun. Hmm. my congratulations. How in the name of heaven were you able to dispose of it? Oh, how many times do I have to tell... Look, how long would you say he was dead? Judging by rigor mortis, approximately an hour. That would make it 8.30. All right. I've got an alibi for the time. I would be most interested in hearing it. Okay, come along and you'll get your wish. And what of Monsieur Brissot? Well, you might ask if he would care to join us, but frankly, I think you'll be wasting your time. All right, Lieutenant, let's go. Yes? Hello, Madeleine.
5: I warned you before, Monsieur. You. Be
0: careful with those threats, Angel. This gentleman is Lieutenant Briand of the Prefecture. Enchanté, Madame. If
5: you wish to see my husband. No, no,
0: we wish to see you.
5: What is the meaning of this?
0: You better brace yourself for a shock. We just came from Charles Brissot's apartment. He was murdered. No. Here, you better sit down.
5: Let me go. Who did it? Who did it?
0: Well, I had accorded Monsieur wearing the honor, but naturally he... he declined. Naturally. And we both know why, don't we, Madeleine? Do we? Where were you at the time?
5: Are you insane? I was right here with you. Remember, we were talking about Stephen.
0: What do you say to that, Lieutenant? Apparently, I owe you an apology.
5: I do not understand. You
0: have just substantiated Monsieur Waring's alibi. Uh, Not that I needed it. Five will get you ten, Brissot was killed by a professional gunman. What makes you say that? There were no parlor burns on the body, which means the killer wasn't standing too close. Yet those two holes he drilled in Brissot could have been covered by a 25-franc piece. Then the problem arises, who hired this man? Yeah. Where's your husband, Madeleine?
5: I will not tell you.
0: You'll have to eventually. You believe it was Buckman who hired the assassin? No, oh, no, no. That was Madeleine's work. What are you talking about? Now, Charles's murder was supposed to come as a great big shock to you. Yet you were all set with an alibi when no one mentioned the time he died. Oh, I guess your boy reported back to you, hmm?
5: I could kill you for this
0: yes i wouldn't be at all surprised and since i'm leaving for home tonight i better not take chances all right lieutenant she's all yours i must confess wearing i really hate to see you go i can't imagine why lieutenant for the most obvious reason when i report to my superior in the morning i would like to know a little more about this case well, you picked up that pro-gunman, Hank Lewis. Most assuredly. Well, he should have been able to fill in all the gory details. Yes, but what he cannot tell us was Madeleine Buckman's motive. I thought she was in love with Brissot. Well, sure, but she finally stopped deluding herself that she meant anything to him. It's the old, old story of the woman scorned. Uh, it seems such a pity. He was so successful with the weaker sex.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I guess it just proves one thing. When you're a ladies' man, as Brissot was, you've got to expect someday to run across a lady killer. Au revoir, Lieutenant. Ladies and gentlemen, with this broadcast, we conclude the present series of The Adventures of the Falcon. But we'll be back with you real soon. How soon depends a great deal on you. If you want us, all you've got to do is lift a pen and the Falcon will be flying your way again. Till then, this is Les Damon thanking you on behalf of our writer Eugene Wang, our director Richard Lewis, and our producer Bernard Schubert for all your wonderful letters and suggestions in the past. And till we meet again, good luck. This program came to you transcribed from New York.